0: Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Gonna jump right into this and make it short, sweet, and to the point. First point I think there's an unintentional closeness that we are engaging in with colleagues when we have to Zoom or video conference from. Um, our home spaces whatever home looks like and it feels weird because there's this pressure to number one to be on video and I've already said a few episodes ago with working from home it's okay to turn off your video and here's a quick tip if someone asks you to turn it on say I'm not going to be able to do that right now but thank you for asking Um, and pose it as a question because some people will try to give a directive, but you can go ahead and thank them for asking the question and decline and then keep it moving from there. And you don't have to answer. And I know it's easy to be like, you don't have to answer if someone asks you like, why don't you want to? Um, you can say, I'm not comfortable doing that right now. And so I prefer if we continue on with whatever's on the agenda or whatever the conversation is. Um, 9.95 times out of 10, you're not going to run into an asshole that's going to push it further. And they're just going to hopefully be able to let it go. But there's still this pressure, like the times, or I think of the times where I am on video. I don't have the luxury of showing up sloppy and messy as I have seen other people do, either internal to my organization or external to it. Um, and people showing up like they just worked out and they haven't showered yet, and I'm thinking, ooh, like this this is awkward. Your hair is stuck to your face because you're sweating, or you have this gross-looking sweat running down your face. And I'm not saying sweat is gross um, because I certainly sweat a lot when I work out, and I don't know that I want to see that on anybody that I work with, or anybody in general. I damn near don't want to see it on myself, but it comes with the territory of working out, but there's just this this pressure that I feel to be put together to whatever degree be that showered and fully dressed and I'm not saying like business casual or anything I've certainly worn t-shirts or whatever but I'm also mindful of what's on my t-shirt or mindful of what's on the hoodie that I have or I've been doing interviews um As a hiring, you know, in place of the hiring manager at my organization. And I'm like, let me put on this button down shirt, even though it's short sleeve Um, and low key. I'm wearing the same shirt for every one of these because I just put the shirt on when I'm on the interview and I take it off when I'm off um, and in between interviews. But. It feels like you don't even really get as a, a marginalized person, person of color, uh, a person who doesn't necessarily feel like they have the space to challenge the system or they're in a home, quote unquote, home environment that is not necessarily conducive to working from home. Um, it's hard to be in that because even in where you're supposed to have this sanctuary of like, hopefully my work doesn't seep too much in there there's people like looking at your background and what's behind you and what noise is coming out. What kind of service do you have is your phone or internet constantly cutting out, which happens um or is you're you haven't figured out the lighting thing because you don't want to be in front of like the big wooden spoon and fork that's on the wall from 1983 that you still have there because that's a part of who you are in your history and you don't want to explain to somebody why you got this big ass spoon wooden spoon up on the wall because it's a part of my history so i think there's some interesting dynamics to think about as we are um Quote unquote in people's homes or in their their the the space that's normally reserved not for work people to see. And I think there's a a consciousness that we have to have or we should have or consider when we are on these calls and poking around and Yeah, it's just something that I've been thinking about as I I consider where I sit in my own home and what can people see and what can they not see if I'm sitting, like, on a bed. Like, can they see the pillows? Can they see the duvet? And it just feels slightly weird and intrusive because I I don't have a dedicated office space. Um, And lots of people don't have. Like, what a luxury and a blessing to be able to have that, but that doesn't exist for everyone. So that's something that's just been on my mind as I think about – teleconferencing and working from home another thing super random that I've run across a few times is that we don't have to have the as humans as employees as spouses uh, partners friends siblings children adults whatever or parents you don't always have to have the answer for everything and that is completely okay okay Um, People will want you to have the answer for everything under the sun. And sometimes we like will make up an answer for the sake of like kiddos in our lives or little people who ask all the questions. And they're like, well, you're the of course they're thinking you're the expert. You have all the answers and it's okay to not have the answers. And you can either go and find the answer. You can make up an answer. You can be like, you know, I don't know the answer to that. But that's a really good question. And thank you for asking it. And then move right along. It doesn't make you seem not smart or not bright to not have the answer. Um, and if you're a person who, like me, like I want to know the answer to the th- to things and I want to know, you know, more information, read. A quick Google search will go a really long way in life. So most questions that you have answers to, you can find the answer somewhere on the internet. You may have to dig and like look at a few things. So I I caution against reading the first thing that you come across, but, um, the answers are out there. If you take like, the two to three minutes to look for them and try to find them. So, but know that you don't always have to answer, have to have the answer, and it's not your job to have the answer. Um, I run in this into this sometime and sometimes in work situations where people will kind of like pop quiz you like on the fly. So, for example, there's a new law out related to COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever, um, and sick time that's provided for organizations that have 500 employees or less. Bam, there you go. And there's a lot of nuance to it, right? And so as an HR person, I'm tasked with, you know, trying to explain this information in a way that is accessible, that people can get. They can have enough information to hopefully think on them for themselves, but then know that I'm there as the backup, the person who's going to dive deep with them if we have to. But one thing that really chaps my hide, if I can say that, is when people try to quiz you and they're like, well, what if this? Well, what if this? Well, what if this? And I'm always annoyed by that. And I'm like, first of all, don't pop quiz me. That's never a good look, so usually when I begin to explain something, I remind people that this is not the time for a pop quiz, because my job is not to memorize all of the answers. It's not to know them all right here, right now, on the spot. It's to be able to give you the answer that's going to keep us, hopefully, out of litigation and out of the government's eye so that we're doing things correctly. But I am human. I have to look up things. I have all of these notes. I've been listening to all of these webinars and reading all this information. I can find you the answer— but if you try to put me on the spot, never a good look because I'm liable to come back to you and say something real slick, um in unintentional or intentional. Who knows? But give people an opportunity to show up and rise to the occasion. If you are a supervisor or a manager or even if you have you are being supervised or being managed, pop quiz is not the way to go. I don't get a, I'm going to get paid no matter what. So if I get your answer right, on the spot or if I have to come back and circle around you to give you a thorough and thoughtful response, I'm still going to get paid. So think about that before you try to put somebody on their heels because I can't stand that. That to me is the, the sign of an immature person because you want to call somebody out. You think you being cute because then I'm going to give you the smooth response back. You know, that's an excellent question. Let me give it a little bit of time so that I can circle back around and give you a thoughtful and thorough answer as opposed to spitting off what I think might be the answer. Answer. So um, thank you in advance for your patience. I'll get back to you by X, Y, and Z date, or I'll just get back to you. Um, so yeah, that's um, that went a different direction than I thought, but don't do the pop quiz thing. Never a good look. And so now I want to do three quick shout outs to um, black women because we out here, or I think I, I'll do four, three a little bit more detail, one quick one, but we out here killing the game as per usual is, which is what we do. Um, the first one I want to shout out is to the Instagram account and the person. The Instagram is, account is I am Tabitha Brown. Um, if you are a black woman already that you probably know who this woman is, she is a vegan, a person who is vegan and came into the vegan quote-unquote lifestyle a little bit later in life for a variety of reasons. And she has a super funny and southern Instagram account and YouTube channel she is everything Like she is funny, she is adorable she's got big natural hair Um, she cooks stuff that I probably wouldn't eat because carrot bacon doesn't sound like a thing but the way that she talks about it and describes it is awesome and so shout out to I am Tabitha Brown I will uh, tag her in the comments so that you, or not the comments but the Instagram post so you can see this Um, but she is Everything right now and so shout out to her for the the continual come up that she's experiencing she's been on the scene for a minute and now people are just starting to notice so myself included so shout out to her um the next shout out is to sabrina at the daily so so it's instagram account is t-h-e underscore daily so s-o-w um she is a chef mother of three and when i tell you the everything that she cooks that she posts on her instagram i'm like damn i should eat beef again because this beef or this pork chop that she's made looks like fire mine ain't gonna look like that at all in fact mine will look like trash but it'll probably taste really good because i'm not one for visuals and plating so know when you have a struggle plate but the food still looks good don't take the picture. Save yourself the humiliation. I've saved myself plenty of times because my food sometimes looks like trash, but it'd be tasting like fire. So all I can do is be like, damn, I wish I could post this, but I know better. So thus, I must do better. But shout out to Sabrina. She was a sis. I very briefly met at the My Tauchy Retreat like, literally, like, I think on the last day, within the last few hours, and then I started following her, and now I've made probably, like, four or five things that she has cooked live while on Instagram, not live, but, you know, in her Insta stories, and then she's got a newsletter, go go check her out, don't, just listen to what I'm saying, and then look at the food, because it always looks good, Um and especially as a person who doesn't, I don't necessarily cook with, like, Uh, by measuring things i'm like oh that looks good i'm gonna put it all together and it's gonna taste hopefully good i don't do really do measurements i got the stuff but who has time for all that so yeah so shout out to sabrina and the daily cell for the inspiration for the ideas for recipes the cooking on her instagram and her website and newsletter excellent Uh, I'm not even hungry, but those were two food things. And then the third one is, um, shout out to Meg The Stallion. I don't know if it's The Stallion. Let's say I'm a little bit mature, um, so I'm not with the young kids, but she has— uh, re, a song called Savage. I know we've all seen the Savage um, uh, people doing that, the Savage Challenge on Instagram or TikTok. I'm not going to do it, not a dancer like that, but shout out to those of you who can and do. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, but she did a remix with for that song, Savage, featuring Beyonce in the time of COVID-19. So thank you, sisters. I don't even know how else to say it. Thank you. We needed this. We needed this. We, the world needed y'all to show up and you showed up and you showed out if I'm going to go ahead and be biblical about it. So thank you for that. And then last, but certainly not least, I'm a shout out. And I don't even know a lot about her, but when I saw her picture, I was like, yes, this is, this, this makes sense. This is the natural order of things. Um, It is Dr. Uh, Kismika S. Uh, Corbett, a viral immunologist who's basically leading the charge and working with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases to try to develop a vaccine for coronavirus. Um, We already knew that we were in the space. And I love it when we get the opportunity to be the face of something that's going to change lives um, regardless of who you are. So shout out to her, Dr. Kizmika S. Corbett. Thank you for the work that you are doing. And don't let nobody hold you down. We are here rooting for you. You are your ancestors' wildest dreams, and we are all praying for you, sis. Um, Whether you believe in prayer or not, uh, for those of us who know how to get a prayer through, we're getting the prayers through for you. So That is all that I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, You can find me on Instagram. The Instagram handle is Two Quick Things. If you're listening to the show, you already know where to find it. But if you're looking for another, another avenue to find it, you can get it on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh what's the other one there's another one that I always forget and charge it to my head not my heart it's my podcast I should know these things this is almost this is in year two of this I should have this written down and I don't and I love y'all still for listening so thank you so much and I will talk to y'all next time